y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping It G Podcast, WWE edition. This is not a mini pod today because Clash of the Castles just happened and there is too much to talk about. I cannot wait to talk about this on Monday, so we had to get it right now. With my guys, Aaron and Trell, I'll let y'all introduce yourself. Aaron, I'll let you go first. Tell them where they can find you. Oh, it's good. Uh, my name's Aaron Butter. Instagram, Aaron Butter. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, find me on TikTok. I don't really post too much, but I kind of want to. Uh, YCS Aaron. Find me on there. Hey, guys. I'm Trell. Uh, find me Trell Tizal Ryan on Instagram. Don't really post as much just like Aaron. I just love wrestling, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big wrestling fan, too. I grew up on WWE, and, you know, I just want to say, and I and I, and I I mentioned this in the TikTok I made, you know, so go follow the TikTok, keeping it G underscore podcast, and you can find me at underscore G dot baby 22. That's my little personal one. But I posted this there, and I just said, like, you know, for years, every time we ended a pay-per-view, it was like, oh, why'd they do that, or... Oh, yeah. why, like, what What type of decision was that? Why do you have Goldberg beat The Fiend? That makes no sense. Yeah, uh, why is Seth Rollins beating The Fiend in Hell in the Why is it a no contest? All that. So this is, now the, this is now the second pay-per-view in a row. You know, this is the first true... I, I almost want to say this is the first true Triple H pay-per-view. Because For the sure. first one, it was kind of like, well, we know we're about mm-hmm. to hit a new era, so let's just let's just finish this stuff out the way. Let's introduce what I need to introduce and call it a day. This is the first one under Triple yeah. H. Like, that's like the first, like, arc, you know? Yeah, and did anybody else feel like this was a takeover? I mean, I mean, a three-hour show, six-match card. Every single match got time. Every single one felt important. You know, you. I know you always worried about, oh, well, you can't have too many bangers because the crowd might... You know, it's not going to save it. No, nah, the crowd, I think, was good all night, even for the weaker ones, like even for Judgment Day and them and even for Liv, oh, yeah. Liv and yeah. Shayna. Like, obviously, it wasn't, like, perfect, but I think the crowd was great. So I just want to get y'all's reaction on how you felt about the show just overall. You know, first one in, you know, in the U.K. since or the first stadium one since 92 SummerSlam. So yeah. I just want to know how y'all felt about the show as a whole. You want to go first? You go first, baby. You, right. I, I got some pent up stuff. You so go first. to to be com- to be to be completely honest, I missed the first match. So Trent, shout out Trent. He gave me the he gave me his login to get on Peacock, and so the first match that that we started with was uh, Walter. I I know him as Walter. I'm never gonna call him Gunther. So Walter against Sheamus was a fire match from start to finish, and it was just a big ass fest of just. Two big men slapping meat, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like honestly, like red chest from start to finish. And there I don't think that there was a bad match on the card. If your worst match was the judgment day match, then I'm okay with that. Because if that's like that was like a solid three. And if, yeah. if it's only up from there, that's that's cool with me. Cause like Liv and Shayna, I feel like the crowd was kind of dead after the Walter Sheamus match. Mm. But you know they you know they picked it up i would say it's like a solid three and a half but that main event that main event was crazy just from start to finish it was a banger like two heavy hitters two main event talents two top talents in the company and then that finish that they had like it was a little less expected than you would think with the usos but you know so sokoa coming (laughs) in a little us you know like it's it's about time we got the family all together 
Absolutely. So I liked it. I liked it from start to finish, man. Two five stars for me from from the Sheamus and Walter and the Roman and Drew. I apologize with the time difference. So the, the card actually aired at like 3 a.m. here. So I even set my alarm. I was telling Aaron. I got up. I watched the first six, you know, the six-woman tag team match. Man, truthfully, such great performers, all of them. Darn. All of them. They, they, they carried it, you know, from the beginning because me and Aaron would talk about this, that, you know, that first match. It has to it has to really grip you. So I'm sitting here thinking, man, just play Seth Rollins theme song. Let's just get this party started. And then when I thought, you know, when I saw it was going to be the women, I was like, all right, Papa, I'm with you. Papa H, I'm with you. And so then, you know, in between, I'm, I'm falling in and out of consciousness because it's just so darn early in the morning. Uh, I missed the I wish I missed the Walter match. I'm going to go back and watch it. That's why I'm counting on you boys. But then, of course, I get up for my boy, Seth Rollins, to go up against uh, Matt Riddle now. Thank you for giving him his name back. It was it was it was fire. Like Aaron said, it was just I mean, the two of them, it shows how great they are as performers. I was sitting there and I'm like, is Seth going to take another L? I've, I've been talking to Aaron about this. I'm like, how many more L's does this man have to take? Yep. He's carrying so much and, and he could be the world champion. But, you know, of course, there's a plan. We got to trust in the plan. And then, oh, man, I didn't fall asleep at all for that main event. It was ridiculous. There's so How many moments. There were so many moments. I'm, I was I was telling with Aaron, I'm like, man, at least three times I thought Roman was going to win. At least three times before that last one. And Drew kept going. The crowd was insane. Roman looked so out of whack. And I was like, are they doing too much? Is it, is it a little bit, you know, because when he started to look a little bit like, what the heck is this? He didn't have Paul Heyman. He didn't have the Usos. Yeah. He looked like the first time. He doubted himself, and I was like, "They're really gonna do it." Aaron's been Aaron's been saying it for like at least a month. Drew's taking the belt. Drew's taking the belts, and I'm like, "No, they can't. They can't." And this was the first yeah. time in a while I felt that doubt in myself. Like the Tribal Chief's gonna lose, and then of course, oh, they bring up the boy, and now we got this whole thing started with Roman not even have to being on the show. That that's what gets me about what they're doing with Roman and how Triple H is doing it. He doesn't have to be there, and it's relevant. Like Sami Zayn and the Usos, that thing he has with Jay. Ah, oh, sorry. It was, man, it's, it's, it's what, like eight o'clock in the morning where I'm at, and I still can't go to sleep. And I'm tired. <laughs> and I still can't go to sleep. Uh, I feel you, you know, you get excited. And we're actually yeah. going to transition into that main event because you kind of, you kind of put the coffin. So, um, Obviously, we talk. I know Aaron's been like, Drew's going to take it off of, off of Roman. I, so, so I'll, I'll let you know. I said, basically, after SummerSlam, when I was like, all right, let's make sure we get through SummerSlam first. I was like, I don't think you should, because they made, they mentioned the stat, like, Roman ain't been pinned in, like, two, like since 2020 or 2019 or something. It was like December yeah. 2019, dude. Yeah, I was, like, so I was like, with that being said, you need to save the first time Roman gets pinned for like a mania. Like you need that big pop. Now, credit to WWE because we knew the plan was for Drew Roman at because it's you know the the UK show. Yeah, makes sense, yeah. right? Yep. And I was like, I I was like, nah, Roman will lose, but it'll be a great match. Like they had a great match at Survivor Series that one time. So I was like, yeah, you know, hometown and all that. I was, week by week, I was like, well, if you're going to take it off a Roman, you can do it there. Right, right. You'll get a great crowd. Yo, and, yo. man, the way, like, even though I knew in my heart of hearts Roman was not losing, mm-hmm. the way that they told a believable story, 
Like, not like just like his Vince era. It would have just been a bunch of Drew fired up promos. And now nah, that's cool. Not mm-hmm. the video packages, you know, the, the hyping it up. And, you know, like, because there's technically a lot of opportunities you can go with that. So I think they did a phenomenal job of making me buy into the idea mm-hmm. that Roman could lose. And then one thing I will say about this show that made the main event just that much better that I haven't seen many people talk about. The commentary in this match made it feel like Roman was really in trouble. Like, all I kept hearing was, look, Paul Heyman, like, this is about the time Paul Heyman would put that confidence back Mm -hmm. in Roman. You know, the Usos aren't there. He doesn't have that security blanket. Like, it's true. And then Karrion Cross had his little thing, but he was (laughs) it was like, you know, and so I'm just like, man, like, what are they going to do? So, of course, we get to the main event. I mean, the the finishing match, the finishing angle. And I told Aaron this uh, earlier. My girl who don't watch WWE at all, don't watch none of that. She sat with me and watched this main event. And I was so intertwined, I forgot to record my reaction from TikTok. So I had to rewind it. She caught my live reaction to me seeing Solo Sokoa pop out. Man, like, I ain't never been... I have not got that excited before since... Honestly, since like Adam Cole and or since Johnny Gargano winning the NXT championship, mm. I have I have not genuinely been that excited to see something happen. And so I, I'm gonna pass it to y'all. I don't want to talk too much, so I'm gonna pass it to y'all. But man, like Solo's the colors in the bloodline. Like, oh, who would have thought in 2022 oh, we were gonna get that? <laughs> like, come on, man. Oh, so I was, uh, you know, we were talking about earlier. Uh, so like, Solo Sokoa is coming up, right? But then like, there's plans for Legado del Fantasma to come up right Bro. now. And then like, Bro. I think we, I, I think we're supposed to be having a draft. And you know, like the, the entire landscape, the entire of the WWE is just like, it, it's completely flipped over because we have so many opportunities for people to come in, make an impact. And like, you you know, of all the roster cuts that they've had over the past two and a half years, with what's going on right now, it makes you feel like they're not lacking talent at all because they're rotating people. And they have, and, and that's something that we've talked about with NXT for mm-hmm. what, one of their biggest issues ever since they went live was the fact that they didn't really have a rotating roster, right? So now that we actually got people coming up, so like, you know, they brought up, they brought up so many people so quickly and oh, brought yeah. so many people back. Like now, like you, I mean, you got Apollo back down in NXT, but now you have, excuse me, Solo Sokoa. And then now you have Hit Row back in WWE. And then mm. all these guys that have just come back, it Dexter feels like, they're, and, and Ch- yeah, Dexter Loomis, Champa Ooh. is, you know, Champa's actually making an impact on the main roster. Johnny's the main back. event, bro. Yeah, exactly. Main event it's, match. Some also Champa on Raw. Yo, it, it, really, it really feels so <laughs> refreshing. Like, because it, because it, it feels like there's untapped potential all over, and I actually do trust Papa H to actually follow through with it. Yeah, absolutely. And we I, still I, have Cody coming back. Okay. Let's table that for two. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's table that one, please. <laughs> let's table that one. I, I mean, I think for the first time since the invasion storylines, we're getting consistent appearances from everybody. Like I was telling Aaron when when Finn Balor went back to talk to Braun, you know, let's just let's just pivot for a oh, second. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and yeah. during NXT, and I was 
sitting there then i'm like so what's Tyler Bay getting and then he he literally gets pete dunn i'm not saying the other name you won't catch me saying the other name he, he nah, ain't i that. feel you i i'm not gonna trip on he, he ain't that he's the bruiser way but you know like just the consistency of them coming in and and it's not it's not like a one one shot thing and we're finally getting a, a collusion amongst the brands and it's not sloppy like when people will come up before right in the vince era it was either, you know, me and Aaron would always go back and forth, like, man, it's too soon, or why is it too late? You know what I'm saying? Like, they always missed the boat on all these guys. And now we're finally getting that consistency with them coming up. And the one thing that, I, that I'm really starting to see that I love is that they're having this already established stars. How about the dudes that are coming up, like the Miz and Ciampa? As like, even that promo Ciampa did for SummerSlam, I was like, look at this guy, adding to the things that the Miz, you know, doesn't really bring us in those fire promos that he still does. You got hit row with the Profits? Are we even going to be like talking about this right now? It's like, oh my God, there's a plan. And I haven't, and I was telling Aaron that I haven't been this excited, you know, to, to really tune into the weekly shows in a long time. It, it's been, gosh, it's been years. I don't know how many times when in the past few years, Aaron's like, man, I haven't even watched that. Charles, did you watch that? I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to catch it, but I'm, I'm forcing myself or not even forcing myself. I'm sorry. Let me phrase that. I want to watch these things. Mm-hmm. And it's, and, and it's just, and it's just like, it's so refreshing. It's like finally we get this. We've you know we've lost so many guys, Swerve, Keith Lee, Bebe. I miss you, but you know, hey, what what can we do, right? Is is it was the times they need to go. They're doing it elsewhere, and that's fine. But look at what we have right here, and it's just like every day. I don't know what we're gonna get. Every time it's raw, I'm catch. I'm looking at it on my phone. Like what's happening? What's happening? SmackDown. What's happening? NXT. What's happening? It, it's I mean, just I watch it live. It's good man. all around. I ain't, I ain't never watched it even when I was like younger. I ain't never mm-hmm. watched WWE live. It was mm-hmm. recorded. I watched it the next day. Whatever. No, mm-hmm. I watch. I watch Monday Night Raw live. Yeah. Friday, I'm a little. <laughs> it's a little harder on Fridays because I'm busy and stuff. But Monday Night Raw from seven mm-hmm. to ten, my TV ain't changed the channel. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, and and that like that's credit to Triple H because you know I saw what Triple H did with. Peak NXT black like my the, and I say it all the time. The first match I ever watched when NXT was black and gold because I didn't watch Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens NXT. I, I really wasn't into that. I should have, but I went back and looked at it. But <laughs> the first match that actually got me like I'm gonna watch NXT every week was the inaugural North American Championship ladder match with mm. the one that Adam Cole won. That card, I think it was Takeover Brooklyn. <laughs> It might have been TakeOver Brooklyn because it was the WrestleMania weekend. So mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. car that was got me hooked into NXT ever since. And I saw, because I, I genuinely sat there. I'm like, why don't we got this on the main roster? Like, what are we <laughs> doing? So that, like, I think it's just so much a credit to Triple H because when Triple H took over, I think we all saw, like, man, what could WWE be if Triple H took over creative? Now we see. But now we see. And I hate that it took unfortunate circumstances to get Vince out of there. But I think just as a fan, it's the best thing that could have happened. Obviously. Right. Um and now and, and I wanna touch wrong. on yeah, I wanna touch on one more point you said with like Roman being on TV, it feels like it matters. Even when Roman signed his new contract, I always said, Look, I ain't gotta see Roman wrestle every week. Even when he wasn't wrestling on every pay-per-view, I thought that was great because it gives a chance to highlight everybody else. Mm-hmm. All he got to do is be on TV every week. Just have a segment. Just yeah. have a yeah. segment. 
build make, something. make him there. Like keep him, yeah, keep like, him relevant. Be, like, build something with the Usos, and I promise you, just him alone yeah. will make it. So like that that little period where he wasn't on like two weeks in a row, like no segments, mm-hmm. no nothing. SmackDown was a missable show. Nobody cared. But like even yeah. this past time, like even even the go home. Granted, it was pre taped. Roman was on the screen for five seconds. It got claymored, and honestly, I felt that was enough. I was like, great, perfect. <laughs> and they used that to set up this match. Like, oh, well, Drew beat him up so bad, they're not medical care. Sami Zayn ain't even there. You know, and now with Solo Sokoa up. I'm sorry, yeah. Sami Zayn he- probably getting kicked out that bloodline now. Bro, like, Jey Uso, oh my gosh. It's just, no, I'm sorry, this is just, it's just, I'm just... Like I can't even wrap my mind around all the stuff they no, can do with that. No, that that's exactly it. And like, so you you guys are talking about the differences between like a, a Triple H show and a and a Vince show. So mm-hmm. even though like Roman, even like all all of Roman's championship like defenses, like they've ended like the same way. You know, some type of interference, blah blah blah. But one thing that I love about Triple H, and you guys can attest to this, especially from his NXT booking days, is that everything has a conclusive finish. Every feud has a conclusive yeah. finish. Like everything between Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, everything between uh, Gargano and Ciampa, Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens, Balor, like like everything. And then especially like they're, they're even like when they were like rotating champions, like everything had a purpose, everything meant something. And it felt mm-hmm. like, okay, we had this, we're done with it. Now we're ready to move on. With Vince, Vince running the show, we probably would be getting the same formula of match every single time not really worried about like what's going to be going on next week because they're worried about moments instead of content, you know, instead of Mm -hmm. like having a a true story. And now I think with triple H, now we actually have this very fine blend of like, okay, so here's a story that we're presenting. We're going to have these moments that like, you know, certain times during the feud, but we're not just going to throw them, you know, like two weeks, two weeks in there. Cause I think that if judgment day, for example, if they gave judgment day, just a few more weeks to build up with edge, like if Edge was still going to be around for for whatever reason he was gone, mm-hmm. and Finn Balor eventually took over, I'm sure that there would have been a plan instead of just throwing him in there, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, for uh, that for yeah. that stupid angle that they did for like what was it like five minutes of the just them beating up on Edge and everyone's just sitting there like, what's going on? Yeah. What's happening? You know, like the, it was inconclusive, like what you said. Right. And and I think it's, and I think for that, just just like you 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 voiced it perfectly. There's there's conclusions to everything i mean with drew and roman right you would think you know with solo sokoa coming in and whatnot it's it's not done and whatnot but i I felt that it was that it was good you know like even the way they ended it i mean tyson fury coming in i was a little like like what's gonna happen here is there gonna be a spot is he gonna like glasgow kiss tyson fury and start that thing up again with you know what is it but they, they just pandered to the crowd and for me i'm like Look at this man taking such little things like like you know g baby like you said rome was on the screen for five seconds he got claymored but like you said, that was enough. It's like everything is not too much, not too little. It's just the right amount. Every single, almost every single thing that they do is just the right amount. And yep. it's just so good for us. Nothing's, nothing's being force-fed down our throats. Nothing's being taken away from us too much. We're getting the right amount of everything. And, and it just speaks volumes to the man, honestly. Yeah, because you yep. said it earlier. Uh, this would have been, if this was Vince, this would have been a three-match series. They would have had a rematch at Extreme Rules. 
Yeah. All the words. Man. And then they probably would have had a third one at whatever the show is. What Survivor yeah. Series? And then yeah. like a conclusion yeah. on a on a house show or something like that. Yeah, like a, like, a regular tape show. You know what yeah. I mean? And the yeah, final encounter. Absolutely. And I mean Karrion Cross is waiting, so Drew's probably gonna say something on SmackDown and Karrion Cross is gonna show up attack and that'll be the spin-off feud. Yeah, no, and exactly. Like it yeah. just it can lead in perfectly. Perfect. And Another thing that we can lead into now is hopefully the correct conclusion of Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Mm. Because the, oh my gosh, that day one, or was it day one of Royal Rumble? That Royal Rumble match that they had, I thought, man, Seth Rollins coming out in the shield gear and all that, I was like, man, this is a perfect way to put a cap on this story. Yeah. And then they ended it in a DQ. I'm like, yeah. no. I was like, you had everything working. I genuinely believe now this is going to be this is going to be a perfect way to wrap it up. Because Roman technically still has never beaten Seth Rollins. One on one anyway. Still has never beaten him mm, I mean, we wanna oh. get technical. We wanna Come get technical. Now. Money in the bank? Oh, what do you mean? Oh Six no! Years ago? Yeah, Seth won though. Yeah, Seth won though. Yeah, and then oh, Dean yeah. cashed oh, my, it on it. Oh, my, yeah. my, my bad, my bad. I Come on now. I thought you said the other way around. My bad. Oh okay. Oh no no okay. no 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 no. Okay. No, yeah yeah. Come so on, man. like and, that and spirit to the pedigree. Back, yeah yeah. That's my favorite moment. My bad my bad my bad my bad. Yeah. Now you all good you all good but I was like so that's one route they can go now. Yeah. If they want to do Seth versus Riddle again, Extreme Rules. That is one that would make sense. And again, we talk about the commentary on this show. They really put over the fact that the only reason Riddle lost is because he got too emotional. And what is Seth Rollins? The architect. So, oh my gosh. This is, oh my gosh. They are so great at this. It it just got into its head. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so if they, but, and even in the thing, he was talking about his wife and all that stuff again. Yeah. And the way they were staring each other down, I wouldn't be surprised if they did like a extreme rules or a hell in a cell type stipulation yeah. at the extreme rules premium live event pay per view whatever, and that would be like a feather in the cap. And because you guys are right, Seth Rollins did need this win, even though I feel like Riddle could have been put over. I mm-hmm. feel like he doesn't need to be because he already got over with Randy Orton and RK Bro. Oh yeah. So Riddle mm-hmm. can take this loss here. And be all right. Even though Seth losing to Cody all them times, I think every single time Cody should have won. It was just Seth Rollins had to be losing so much before Cody got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why that's exactly. it was like, dang. You were like, really? Three times in a row? Yeah. Yeah, but like, if Seth Rollins, let's just say Seth Rollins was winning before that. I still, I think him losing three times to Cody, I think that was perfectly fine. I, I loved it. Mm. The first time, all right, cool. You got surprised. Second right. time, turn about to fair play. It's not conclusive. All right, yep. screw this. Hell in a cell. Torn yep. pectoral muscle. Cody wins. Great baby face stuff. Awesome. So, I want y'all... I want, uh, we're going to transition to the Seth Riddle match now because I would argue that was for sure top three. But as far as, like, emotional, like, character-driven storylines, that's probably the second best one on this card. Where do y'all see, like, do y'all see Seth going after Roman now? Or do you think it's going to be a rematch? Where does Riddle go from here? want to hear what y'all think about that. Hey, sure guy, dog. Okay, 
All right. It, it is. That's my boy. You know, even back to when we were in the shield, <clears throat> myself and my cousin Aaron over here and our other cousin Isaiah, you know, we we picked our guys. We picked our guys. And of course, I picked the man who, you know, is this guy jumping off road doing springboards and all that stuff. But where do we go? I think it's really hard to not do the riddle and Seth for me, like just just one more time, only because they're not going to split up the belts. And this is the problem when you have the shows like this and, you know, the, the, the hot, they're one of the hottest things right now on Raw, bar none, bar none. And, and they have to only to keep it up because, you know, partially with the things with Drew possibly winning today, I was asking Aaron about was like, man, are they going to split up the belts? Because we need to. Raw can't go on without a champion. And sometimes Roman doesn't always show up on Raw. So, you know, for that, Seth has to kind of take that torch. And before Randy got hurt, it was, you know, the RK bro and the Usos and whatnot. So they, they have to run it back. You know, even as a Seth Rollins fan, this is the one that I think Riddle, Riddle should go ahead and get, you know, maybe maybe in a different way. Maybe they can, like you said, build it up to him versus Roman. It's just now that Karrion Cross and Drew are going to be preoccupied, it makes sense to go with Seth. It makes sense. And he just got the big win. Because he just got the big win. And, th and that's another thing. You know, I was, I was laying in bed watching the match, and I'm like, man, he has to win this. Only because, like you guys just said, he had been losing so much previously. And that's why I was telling Aaron. I'm like, dude, I feel like he's taken like eight or nine L's in a row on pay-per-views. Let's forget. Let's forget Raw and SmackDown. He's been taking L's left and right. Yeah. So with this one, I mean, even with the build and, you know, just the way Riddle. And, man, Riddle's in-ring work. God, today I was just like, look at this guy throwing combo set after, set. and I'm just like, this guy's gonna kill it, like he's NXT, gonna win. And this was NXT riddle for the first. For real, time. no. Riddle. And and there were so many moments I was like, is he gonna lose again? You know, but but then again, that's the that's the thrill, right? That we're getting now with Triple H. But I think I think it totally makes sense just to build up that raw side to run it back again, maybe an Extreme Rules match, maybe an I Quit match or something like that, something huge, you know. But but again, it's just. Dang, they have to, they have to, especially with the way that they looked at each other after that. And even though Seth was like, you know, see you never, you know, in the classic Seth yeah. Rollins, a little dastardly laugh crap that he does. It's like, man, they're going to run it back. They have, they have to run it back one more time. It's, it's not done. Those guys have such a natural chemistry with each other. Cause like, I don't know how many spots are like, were actually like pre-planned during the match, but like that, that reverse power bomb into the pedigree that was oh. crazy like <laughs> we've never seen that before like holy crap and it's like I, I just felt like just back to back there was no wasted motions or anything like riddle brought the intensity and seth matched it and they both looked ridiculous man like <laughs> riddle with his with his patrick star shorts <laughs> and then uh seth came out he was looking like david bowie so like yeah i was wondering because i was like is that a reference to something yeah or yeah just being extra <laughs> guys we don't need to talk about it i was so confused i was Yo, like real, is mandy rose on the show too <laughs> what's happening right now? no man i'm like are those wings facing up what is this guy doing and like you know what man sorry sorry to interrupt bro but like no, no, just, no, just going just going like they're, they're, they're literally two of the best two of the best performers that we have in the company right and I, I personally think Seth is number one. Like, if we just want to talk about whole package, right? And I just think that they, they just, they're perfect partners. They were great. Absolutely. Um, and we and we talk about all this. We still got two more pay-per-views tomorrow. We got Worlds Collide, which yep. I did not care about two weeks ago. I'll tell you that. Right yep, now. yep, yep. I did yeah, not care alone, about bro. that two weeks ago. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I was like, wow, are they really going to put Worlds Collide on the same day as All Out? 
I guess, like, that's cool. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, <laughs> hey, I, I like this stuff. Uh, so, man, so we got two more pay-per-views tomorrow. So I'm going to ask y'all right now, what was y'all's hands down probably favorite match on this card today? Whether it be because of the in-ring action or just storyline or what do you, what was y'all's favorite match on this card? I think I think it was Walter and Sheamus, man. I mean, the way, the way that they started the match with the stare down. And then have it. Oh, dude, an Imperium. Yes, dude. Dude. No, 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 no. So, so yeah, I was yeah, in and out of consciousness. I woke up for the entrance. I woke up for the entrance, and at first I looked. I'm like, that is, is that Fabian Aikner? Yeah, it can't be Fabian. And then, and then they're like, oh, Giovanni. I was like, he's here. They call, it was such a small call up, but it was yeah. so huge. It and then, just, and then I knocked everything. out, dude. I knocked out, and I was like. Uh, I woke up. Yeah. I woke up when Walter won, or when Walter won. And I was like, "Dude, how did I miss this match?" And all I'm seeing on my phone, Aaron's like, "Dude, that match was so fire. That match was so fire." How how'd you feel about that match? And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I can't reply to this man and tell him I didn't watch the match. <laughs> I, you know, you can ask him, GB. I wait. I wait like ten minutes. I'm like, "Ooh, I'm sorry, man. I fell asleep." And he was just like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I can't wait to go back. I'm probably gonna change my answer just the way because I, I really trust my little bro over here, but. Man, that Seth and Riddle match for me. I mean, Drew versus Roman was amazing. It's just, I, I, I'm a fan of of huge moments. You know what I'm saying? And even though Drew versus Roman had such great moments, God, there's so many times in that Seth versus Riddle match. And for me, I appreciate the wrestling. I appreciate the wrestling. I appreciate everything that they do. And, you know, even without a belt, they're two of the guys that can carry it and they don't need a strap. You know, usually it's the big money matches, right? The title fights that everyone's like gets out of bed for. But nah, man, th those two guys, Aaron, you said, man, their chemistry is ridiculous. And and I would never think that it I mean, even their promo when when Seth was like. Uh, after, you know, like uh, after Raw is like, hey, are we still on? Riddle, are you still there? Then he talks about his family. And then, and, and then Riddle. did it because Riddle came after his first. No, oh. that's what I'm yeah. saying, man. And, and it's like when and Riddle there, you could you could tell, you know, there's acting, and then of course you know there's being, but man, he he was fired up. There there was a there was a, there was a little personal on that one for him. Well, just, they, they kind of don't like each other though. Like they yeah. have personal beef. I mean, it's been squashed like they're professionals, but they have personal beef themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like to hear like so when you watch that and you know that, it's like, oh, was that really? Like was that really? Like right, I know it's yeah, probably yeah. It had to get scripted and cleared. <laughs> like I know that part had to be like, hey, do you mind if I say this for the promo? And I'm pretty sure he's like, yeah, sure. But even then, he probably like again, and it's like when you give heels justification, it makes it makes it that much better because. Riddle said nothing about his he Riddle I mean uh Seth did not go personal until Riddle did. Riddle talked about his wife. So he's like That was a good okay. hit too, by the way. It, that it that was, was a I good was like, hit. I was like, too. Yeah, when he said it, I was like, oh that's a I was like, that's nice. A nice little play on the you know, the man. Ah, oh, that that's nice. Like yeah. cool. Come mm -hmm. back and I'm like like honestly, I saw that I was like, okay, I was set to win now, and I should, and I should, <laughs> but I want Seth to win now. So, um, yeah, and then we talked about Imperium with all that. I'm not gonna hold you. I saw him wearing black, and I was like, well, we're getting the Imperium entrance. You know, you know I just know it. I was like, yeah. I just know it. And then he said, 
He said Giovanni Da Vinci. I'm like, let's go. Bro, me and my girl and her little brother were all playing Uno. Like, because we mm-hmm. were finishing up. The game took forever. But we finished up the game while the, while the pay-per-view <laughs> on. And it's my turn. And I'm looking. And I see the all black. I'm like, oh, are we getting the engines? And I hear Giovanni. I'm like, no way. I'm like, this period's back. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Bro, it's uh, the black jackets, bro. Bro, I saw, as soon as yeah, I saw yeah. the black, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, are they going to give him his OG entrance? Because... No, nah, they didn't do that. They still had the music. But yeah. if, if I would have heard that little, oh, my gosh, I would have was so crazy. But, yeah, they I knew that match was good. That match literally delivered more than it ever could on the X. As soon as we heard Sheamus versus Gunther, Walter. Oh, yeah. As soon as we heard that, I was like, well, this is going to be crazy. And, yeah. oh, Triple H. My, fav- my favorite part mm. about the buildup to this match, like, aside from the fact that you just got these two these two strong, strong-handed dudes is the fact that like you had you had Pete Dunn and Homeboy on the side here, and then uh, and then you had Kaiser. Like when they had their face off on SmackDown, and they're just they're deadpan in the eye, and then next thing you know, like their boys are breaking out in the back, fighting each other, but they still make they still have eye contact. They don't break it. Love that. And all the chaos in the yeah. background, bro. Like it was just picture perfect moment. And then they did it again here too. Yeah. Now it's two on two because I'm like, hey, yo, Kaiser kind of holding his own on this little one on two over here. For real, for that real. That was kind of crazy. But even and then we talk about like just the Triple H era. I I still hate the character, but we saw Pete Dunn have a match with Ludwig, and that looked like yep. Pete Dunn. That didn't look like Butch. Yep. With the hair so, down, with the hair yeah, down, the single in there. So, yeah. Yep. Dude. So hopefully we can Ooh. now because they brought him in there. Shout out to Triple H. We have a tag division now. <laughs> we yeah. have a tag team division now because because yeah. man, it was looking rough for a minute. It was looking like I know I know Triple H is good and he's gonna make it better. And I know it takes a while when you lose teams, but man, it was struggling for a minute. That was the whole reason I wanted Street Profits to win. Yep. Because I was like, the tag division is weak if the Usos retain. There's nobody they can face because they didn't beat everybody already. At least mm-hmm. the Street Profits, you get new matchups, right? But nevertheless, we got, you know, the Maximum Male Models. We got Los Lotharios. Oh, we got Imperium yeah. now. Yeah. Can we bring back and, LA Knight? Can we just can we just bring back uh, LA Knight? Yeah, I'm not I'm a not fan of Max Super. Can we I mean, bring back I, LA Knight? I mean, I like the gimmick. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I just need okay. to see LA Knight wrestle. I don't hate the gimmick, personally. Because I think LA Knight is really good on the mic, but mm-hmm. yeah, but man, we, so we got all these tags coming in, and Kevin Owens and Sammy's hey, my hey, now Bro. that Solo Sokoa's there, there's not enough room. And and you know what's crazy? Solo Sokoa coming in, it gives Jay Uso a lot more. Be like, look, Solo came through when he needed to. Why didn't you? Oh, just perfect. I. Man, I love WWE. I love professional wrestling. <laughs> I love wrestling, like, like, oh my, like, I know sometimes I get criticized. My girl teasing, like, why are you watching that stuff in art? This is why. This yeah. is why. I, I think they're building that thing so good, dude. Like, the split, like, what we're talking about. Maybe not the split with the main four now that, you know, like, the family's together, like Aaron said. But I always wondered, how is Sammy going to get out? Is he going to be, like, the Paul Heyman thing now? You know, that now that Paul has a bigger role, right? Like, behind the scenes-ish. So... I mean, it's like, man, how are they going to get Sammy out? Then when Kevin came out, that's the one that really got me when he was, you know, being the prize fighter. And he was talking about being the, you know, being the bloodlines bitch. And he's like, you're my brother. And like, whenever they say the term like that on on screen, I always think of the little man right here. Not the little man. He's a big man now. But, you know, this this man right here. And I'm like, dude, 
I could just imagine if I became like a bitch for somebody else and he comes out like, do you remember who the hell you are? You remember what the hell we've done together? You I know, mean, stuff that like that. J- that was Jimmy Uso's promo to Jay when Jimmy got back. Uh, that was right? literally uh, the same promo to Jay. Like, bro, what are you doing? Like, And, and with Kev- Kevin and Sammy, dude, I feel like just the thought of those two coming together. Real talk. Just the thought of those two. I'm like, finally, we got somebody that could come in and eventually, right, like take it from the Usos. Because after the profits loss, you know, sorry to cut you all off. I was just, I messaged Aaron. I'm like, dude, what's next? Who else is there? And, you know, like we talked about the creeds, right? But the creeds are, you know, still for me, like a little wet behind the ears. Just not there yet to oh, beat yeah. the Usos. They, they, got, a, they have a good while. They, they have like a year. Gone. They have like a good year, yeah. I, I think, left between I NXT and the main true. roster. Maybe two. No, real. But it's like they can beat them. But then by that time, who's left? RK Bro was right. nothing. You know, they beat RK Bro. They beat the Prophets. They beat the New Day. I'm like, dude, those are those are our top three. You know, like three of our top three right there. It's like, holy crap. And so with we do with Sammy and KO. Aaron, you you can talk about KO. I know, I know that's the boy. I could, dude. I could go for hours. And Sami Zayn, dude, with Shinsuke Nakamura. Aaron still talks to me about that match. Till this day. He still talks to me about that fire match in NXT. Dude. Yeah, low key, that's probably my favorite NXT match of all time. <laughs> I I honestly think so. Of the entire catalog of NXT like bangers, Sammy and Shinsuke is probably still my favorite. And I and I can't tell like you felt like it was like magic in the ring. And they had never they had never wrestled. They didn't even talk about it, you know. And the entire time, like Takeover Dallas was a fantastic event. But it was capped off by like you know the you know the the fight forever chants are kind of cliche now. But the mm-hmm. first time that it came out during that match, it felt like, no, dude, I actually want to see these guys fight forever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was just start to finish, it was gas. That, that, how you felt about that is how I felt about Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and the yep. uh, unsanctioned match. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. So I, I feel you with that. But um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, overall, it's been a pretty great show. And I mentioned Agreed. earlier, we got two more pay per views to go. So I want to ask each of y'all. What are y'all looking forward to as far as Worlds Collide and All Out? Because I'll just tell y'all right now, there's a lot of things that could and can happen and all that stuff, right? I just know by the end of tomorrow night, John Moxley still better be AEW World Champion. Because I've been saying yeah. this, I've been saying this, I don't think Punk should have won should have beat Hangman Page in the first place. But whatever. I, I don't want to get back into that. But I've been saying for a while, like, look. CM Punk, especially when they gave it to Moxley and, and the type of defenses he's been having. And the type of champion that Moxley is. It does not seem believable that CM Punk can just come back and beat him. It didn't seem believable. So they moved the match to Dynamite. And I'm like... Okay, I guess. Right. And then they do that little squash match. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. That's fantastic. And then they, it's like, oh, they might just do the rematch on All Out. I'm like, oh, that that just kind of diminishes it. I will say Punk did give a amazing, they did an amazing job of making me want to see it again, though. That promo and all that was good. Mm-hmm. But it's still like if CM Punk wins, it undoes everything. You know, so that's that's my thing. As long as AEW ends tomorrow with John Moxley still as your world champion, I think I can live with anything else that happens. But I want to know what y'all are looking forward to, either Worlds Collide or AEW All Out. Uh, 
I want to see the aftermath of All Out because I'm not going to lie. Like, I haven't really kept up with AEW over the past few weeks just because I've been so invested in WWE. But if I remember correctly, if memory serves me right, that they're having the trios match tomorrow at All Out with Will Ospreay against the Bucks. And, you know, the Bucks need a third. So, no, 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 no. no. It's Dark Order. It's it's Dark Dark Order. It's Dark Order with Hangman. With Hangman. With Hangman. Okay. Versus the Elite and Kenny Omega. Okay. All right. So, did so I'm not sure. Did Kenny come back already? Yeah. 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 Yes, he, sir. Yeah. He Kenny did? came back okay. already. He did come back. Yep. Yeah, so. Finals. All right. So, I I think that I I just want to hear about the conclusion of that match, just because I think Kenny's crossover to America was kind of rough, and I think that Kenny being gone was kind of the missing piece for AEW, because the entire thing I feel like was built around him, and. I just, I just feel like AEW is weaker, much, much weaker when their best asset is not there. And if I remember correctly, MJF should be coming back soon. Uh, nothing's been confirmed. Like everybody's kind of speculating because <laughs> yeah, all yeah, out yeah, is yeah. AEW's WrestleMania. I would argue. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's like everybody's kind of speculating. Like the speculations came out when Punk lost. It was like, oh, what are they gonna do, Moxley MJF? Like, what's gonna happen? And so. There's no confirmation, but I know he still doesn't like his contract. So unless they figure that out, I don't plan on seeing MJF in a ring anytime. Yeah, that's just yeah, me. yeah. But yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's still that possibility though. The but I I I feel like I feel like All Out, of course, is going to be an overall great show. They're going to have amazing matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I want to see is the aftermath of World Collide. Primarily, I want to I want to watch Braun versus Tyler Bate. And just because I think Braun already has a talent, even though he hasn't been wrestling for, for too long, I think it's mm-hmm. less than two years. I think mm-hmm. he's amazing already. I think that he should be shot up and he, he could be a main event player already. And Tyler Bate, we all know about Tyler Bate, banger after banger. Like one of my favorite mm-hmm. matches is Walter against Tyler Bate for, for the UK championship. Dude, 45 minutes, yeah. right? Was it, was it like 40 yeah. some minutes? It was, that was a long like one. That. That was a Something long one. like that. And I, I would just be super excited for that match. I've just been invested in both of them for a while. So like, yeah. So when I think about the like all out, G baby, I'm with you. If he squashed Punk for three minutes, ain't no way Punk can come back, especially after they were playing off like the broken foot and all that crap. John Moxley should be the one moving forward. He should be the one going. But like, what I'm looking forward to from all out, like low key, bro. Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho with that whole Daniel Garcia, bro, that whole, you know, like when, when Jericho came out with that thing with the Jericho Appreciation Society, you know, I don't know if you kept up with it, but he was like, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a wrestler. I'm a, I'm a sports entertainer. And that never sat well with me only because like maybe almost everybody else in that faction was, but Daniel Garcia for me was always like, dude, this kid, this kid is going to kill it once he, you know, like gets that time, gets in that, gets that opportunity to go. They're going to, you know, like they say, right, strap a rock to the back and ride it to the moon. And when Daniel was kind of like turning on Chris and the crowd at AEW, that's one of the things I always appreciate about AEW is the crowd is like, you're a wrestler. I'm like, he is a wrestler. That match he had with Wheeler Yuta, dude, for the pure championship. Like, real, I, I was selling Aaron. I watched it and I was like, this guy's a wrestler. He ain't no yeah. sports entertainer. His promos are great. And, you know, I'm looking up and down the card and, you know, of course, Wardlow and FTR versus what the most machine guns and Jay Lethal. I think that's low key. That could be a good match too, like one of the best ones on the show. That sounds, that and sounds they, good. 
dude, they got Mox versus CM Punk, which should be which should be a lot longer than three minutes. We all know we're expecting probably like twenty five to thirty, and then maybe something after with the appearance. It's 15, though. I, you hope it's fifteen. I, I don't want it to. I know it's AEW, so they're gonna put it more than twenty. But I hope this is like a fifteen to eighteen, like Moxley dominates. Like CM Punk has a better showing, but Moxley dominates. That's what you I. Yo, one thing about one thing about the about both of them is the long like they are not equipped to wrestle longer matches like twenty plus because mm. Punk is too old at this point, and Moxley I just feel like he doesn't have that deep of a bag. Overall, he's a great performer. Don't get me wrong; he's a full he's a total package, but. Yep. I just don't think that his style, because he he, rest, he wrestles like this really gritty brawler technician kind of style, mm-hmm. and over 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 a long grueling match, it just kind of wears out, and I feel like he kind of just loses that like his shine as a match. It just progresses. depends on. I I agree. I think it just depends on who he wrestles. Right. Because like, so, yeah. If it's like if it's with like Kenny or if it's with like oh, anybody yeah. else who who can actually hang for that long, you could probably get something a little more special out of it. But with with Punk and, and Moxley right now, I think less is more. For real, I think fifteen is good. I think fifteen is good. Give more shine, you know, to the to the other guys on the card, the other females yeah. on the card too. Like going for, I I think that that fatal four way for the interim. I don't like that term, especially in wrestling. The interim women's yeah, championship could be good. Interim up for like years, so that's not gonna go away. It's not yeah. going to go. I mean, I mean, we did it right with the cruiserweight not too long ago with that whole thing with Jordan Devlin and Santos Escobar. Is but it's like, man, g- give give to the others. You know, like you said, less is more with Punk and Mox. Let's let's close the door, give yeah. Punk time to to really rethink, revamp. Uh, I don't I don't want to be force fed CM Punk anymore. And I was never really like the biggest. Aaron could say it. I was never really the biggest CM Punk fan. I appreciated what he did. That match with the Undertaker at WrestleMania is always on my list. It's like, man, one of the first times I thought he could actually lose. But it, it they're older. You know, Mox, when Mox had that promo just on uh, on Dynamite, I think, right, G-Baby, where he's like, I could have gone 57 more minutes. I'm like, but we didn't want you to. Like, there's no need for you to go 57 more minutes yeah. with Punk. We don't need an Ironman match between the two of you. It's like, let, let, let's put some let's put some of our resources into that other, in those other talents that are really, like, shining. Um, I, I just want... All out to be kind of done so we know where mjf is kind of going because like even with a lot of the stuff they have you know hey man it's it's, it's time to move on for that world title scene they have to I, i've been telling aaron that tony khan i feel has been on the ropes for a while uh you know during the whole COVID thing with cody and them they, they had us on the ropes now i'm not gonna lie i don't look good for them i mean they they, they have stuff but dude we're coming and, and papa h is coming for for everything I mean, yeah and i mean i've said that i think AEW for a long time because Vince McMahon was booking terrible shows and it was boring and even though you had great wrestlers, you know, everybody was being released. AEW was kind of like, hey, look, we get better storylines, we get better wrestling, we get better all that. And it was great. And I was like, yeah, cool. Like, you're right. But ever since Triple H took over, the fir- one of the first things I said was AEW's inconsistencies are about to highlight because I know what Triple H did at NXT. I don't never think for a while there was never you might have had maybe a boring show, but there was mm-hmm. never a bad show in NXT. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking takeovers, just week to week. Oh, I yeah. personally thought week to week, AEW was better than I mean uh NXT was better than AEW. But oh, AEW for sure. was sure. AEW had the better crowds because it was newer. So right, it looked right. like and it was in bigger stadiums, they were doing different things, you know, it was just different. And you know, of course the common criticism was 
Well, the second these NXT guys get to the main roster, they're going to be trash. Because they're not yep. Vince's guys. So yep. I understood it. Ever since Triple H took over, I was like, well. <laughs> I was like, because no. one, one of the things I said off the rip, I was like, I'm going to tell y'all right now. AEW's women's division is about to look real trash. Like, I, mean, I would argue it's probably, no, yeah, but they were, it was kind of getting disguised. Mm. Yeah. Like, when yeah, Britt Baker with... was the champ, it kind of got disguised a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ever since they took the championship off of Britt Baker, Tony Khan hasn't cared. Like, Thunder Rosa never felt credible. Like, I know no, she got and... hurt, but. Well, it, it felt like Thunder Rosa, it felt like she just, I, I felt like she's just been super underwhelming ever since she came to the company. I felt like every hype mat that she has, like it just it just doesn't matter. Same thing with Tony Storm. I feel like Tony Storm like just doesn't matter on AEW. But mm-hmm. Tony Khan even has like come out recently this week and he's like, Well, you know, like some uh, it was something about like, you know, giving a fifteen minute like program for Moxley is is gonna draw in a lot more viewers than fifteen yeah, minutes of Thunder a, Rosa. So the eight minute segment of CM Punk is gonna be is gonna draw, is yeah, gonna there draw we go. more than an eight minute thing from Thunder Rosa. Which is not wrong. Like, like in that sense, he's not wrong. I 100% understand it. Yeah. That's not the problem we have with your women's division. It's the fact that they only get one match a week on a, right. on a two-hour TV show where you have a bloated roster. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, like, Tony Storm doesn't feel important. I'm surprised she's lasted that long because Ruby Soho first got here, nothing. Athena, I forgot she was challenging Jade. Mm-hmm. Like, Is I she forgot. challenging Jade? Yeah, she's she challenging Jade. Jade. Oh, yeah, shoot. I thought... Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought I thought they did that already. You know the way they've been doing it the past few weeks. Like, like Aaron, oh, yeah, I haven't been yeah. really keeping up. I, yeah, dude, I thought it was done. Uh, but like you, t- but just week to week, I forgot that was happening. I forgot that was. I forgot that was a match. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like Jay Cargill felt bigger than Thunder Rosa, and to me, I felt that was a problem because Thunder Rosa was presented so good on the chase. She mm-hmm. won it, and then it was just like, and that was a problem because Triple H don't do that. And one night, Triple H literally said, all right, let's go back to having the greatest women's division on the planet. Let's, let's just yeah. go back to doing that real quick. Because yeah. peak NXT, like, remember, EO, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. where is she? I hope she's that, back. That's, like, that's after after the fact that we had Shayna, Rhea, Asuka, Ember, Bailey, like, like hitters, like after hitters, bro. Mm, peak NXT women's division, bro, was that was different. It's different. OD. Charlotte like, versus no, oh my god, Charlotte matches Sasha versus Bailey. I still bro, remember that, that one when Aaron that's when I actually that one. Ca- that's why I actually cared about <laughs> Charlotte matches, bro. Was in NXT because her against Bailey, her against Sasha, her against Becky, her against freaking everybody. It mattered. They were good matches. And like on the main roster, Charlotte, I just don't care. But like, because the title like, reigns we, are killing her, bro. The, type, yeah. the the multiple like every other time she's a champion. And I'm like, you can totally use her, yeah, like her in, in a different Asuka, light. Like her beating Oscar just so it can you can have Becky two belts. Like that was pointless. Yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't need the title for that. There, there was no Asuka vision. Yeah, that's that, that's my biggest thing now. Is that like with, with Triple H, you could see you could see the vision. You can see like why they're building up certain things the way they are, and like. Also, it feels like in segments, they're not kind of like in this like super enclosed world anymore. It mm-hmm. feels like things are just like naturally just like moving into each other. And like, like wrestlers actually exist outside of just their segments, you know, like mm-hmm. backstage, you actually see people walking around, you know, like you actually see like interactions between people. Like it, it feels like 
it was kind of like a throwback to like the attitude era like ruthless aggression era where like mm-hmm. everything like from start to the finish like it's just intertwined and it's like yeah. one cohesive story and i like like that's that's the bare minimum we should ask for but like we're finally getting it again i mean like what g baby said right with uh you know this being the full first triple h show yeah. but dude at SummerSlam, papa h literally changed the women's division in one, in one and, night. It, and it was and it wasn't even a match it was literally Bailey coming out, and then you're like, okay, Bailey's back. That's cool. Then you hear the music, and you're like, okay, Dakota Kai's back. You know, that's cool, too. Yeah. But, yo, when you heard Io Shirai, Io Sky, whatever her name, and she came out, and then the three of them were walking in, I re- all I remember is messaging Aaron. I was like, bro, look at this. And he's like, yo, yo, I'm there. I'm watching it. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like. Oh my God, I care about the women's division. You know, right. truthfully, now yeah. I care about it yeah. again, you know, because like Becky and Bianca, they, they were getting a little drawn out. And then to, to take that, to use it to turn Becky face, it's like, bro, how, like, how'd you do that? That was literally just 10 right. minutes. And now we care. Like, that's I wanted to, all you needed. I wanted, I wanted to tune in to watch the, the, like, I told Aaron, you know, even though we had like so many matches on the card after. Even with the profits and the Usos coming up, I was like, dude, I'm good now. Like, SummerSlam was worth it for me. SummerSlam was worth it for me. <laughs> dude, bro. Nah, yeah, I yeah. definitely understand. It's just, like I said, I just want to appreciate the fact that it's an exciting... Like, this this Labor Day weekend is probably going to be one of the more exciting weekends in wrestling. Let's just say, like, I mean, Since... like, bar none of the year. Yeah, but, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the last time, like, just being a fan was of wrestling was this excited. Like, Summer of Punk, maybe? Maybe. Uh, maybe. I, I would say maybe. Summer of Punk and Land of Opportunity SmackDown are the oh, last dude. two times where I was, like... Yo, yeah, that summer 2016. Is... That summer 2016 was pretty fire. <laughs> Yo, I, also, also, I want to say, I want to say one period that... That still maybe a little more hype for me was when Kofi was on the chase for the title, going oh, up bro. to Mania 30, 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. that elimination chamber match, that chamber match when when I thought I really thought he was going to take it, and then you know that whole thing they had with the New Day, how Kofi kept missing opportunity after opportunity, like what you just said, and um, then when they finally pulled it, like they pulled the trigger, you know, here I am teaching my class, and all I get is a message from my little brother, like, yo, they're they're doing it. They're pulling the trigger. They're doing it. And I was like, what do you mean? So then I look, and then Kofi's going to Mania. And I was like, for real? Like a guy that wasn't even on the radar that was right yeah. supposed to be, what, Mustafa Ali? going to Ma- Or something like that. That was the rumor for that one. But yeah, then, so, dude, like, yeah, I was just about to say, like, and it's crazy because, like, like, because we always gave Vince, like, you know, crap for, you know, hey, you got this guy that's hot. Why aren't you taking it? And stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Credit to the times he did do it because he easily right. could have said, because I believe the original plan was the way Kofi won that gauntlet match, mm-hmm. the way he did that, that was supposed to be Mustafa Ali's spot. They just did the same thing with Kofi. Mm-hmm. But that was supposed to be Mustafa Ali's spot. Mustafa Ali was still going to lose, but it was going to be Kevin Owens that was going to come back as a baby mm-hmm. face to face Daniel Bryan. And Kevin mm-hmm. Owens was going to win. That, I believe, was the original plan. That, that's just, a lot because more remember when he came back? Yeah. He came back. And it's and he came back in like a like a I think it was like a triple threat, and he and yeah. it was like oh it was uh what? It and was then Kevin. it came out and it was like oh Kevin was supposed to come back for Mania that's what happened yeah yeah 
And then it came back, like, then afterwards, like, he was, like, with New Day for a little bit, and then he feuded with Kofi. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I, I think that, man, like, I, I'm just thinking, like, in that time, I just I just felt so excited because Becky was, like, the hottest thing in wrestling at the time, right? AEW just had their first event a couple months ago, and they're leading into, I think it was all, I, I'm not sure if it was Casino Royale or All Out in May, like, 2019. Because mm-hmm. it was when, I it was when the first one was, it might have been Double or Nothing. Double, uh, maybe it was double or nothing because that's when Moxley had debuted, and mm-hmm. it was like when mm-hmm. I heard like it was before that summer, uh, SummerSlam, because that's when like Trell and I saw each other. Uh, and <laughs> man, like the wrestling world was on fire at the time. New wrestling company, Kofi was going crazy, Becky was going crazy. Like yeah. you literally had no idea what was going on, and so, and Roman just came back because he he just uh, beat cancer. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 So it's, so it's like I said, it's just a great time for wrestling as a whole. For real, for real. So many excitements. Like AEW, even with their problems, I still like they have all the guys I loved in NXT, and yeah. even <laughs> though they're not using everybody, even though they're not using everybody the way I feel like Dude. they should be, it's still like I still love that wrestling. I still love yep. watching. No, that for wrestling. real, for real. I still love watching. Like I still invested in this Moxley storyline. We're still invested in Daniel Bryan. I'm inve- uh, they they're trying to do everything they can not for me too, but I'm still invested in Andrade and Malachi Black. Yeah, you know I what I mean. That. So, dude, you know you're dropping you know, the ball on that, dude. You know who's no real? Like, they got to get out of this guy the trios. They got to get Mister Seto Miedo. They got to get him out, dude. Oh, you're you're a, 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 a Penta fan. Pentagon. Yo, Dude. I'm a huge fan of Penta. <laughs> I, I think they're fine as a tag team. I don't really care for Ray or Penta like by themselves. Sure. Like that's sure. just me. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch them before that. Like a lot of a lot of the AEW guys that like from New Japan, like I I still don't watch New Japan. But I never you did before. Real. So like so like for okay, example, okay. everybody goes crazy. Like they always say, like, man, when Shinsuke first got to WWE, I was like, man, this is crazy. You can have told me <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, oh, okay, cool. They signed somebody else. Nice. Yeah. I like his entrance. That's that's what it was for. Yeah. Me. You know what I mean? He so signed like, somebody. Yeah. That, like I didn't know. Like I didn't know about these new Japan dudes. So like, yeah, yeah, like, I got you. There was a lot of debuts that he had that I didn't know about or I didn't know were big. So like, when Keith Lee first got signed. Because I watch a YouTube channel that's spoken about him, that's how I knew who he was. Mm-hmm. But I ain't never mm-hmm. seen him wrestle. Ah. So you can imagine my my imagination yeah, yeah, when yeah, I saw yeah. this man do a Spanish fly off the top rope. You can imagine how crazy I went. I was like, oh, Yo, so this guy but, like that. But that, that also just goes to show like the booking in that time. Like all these guys that you didn't know, I don't think that you knew who D-Jack was before he came to NXT. Or even about Ricochet when he was Prince Puma, or even nope. when, nope. or even when, even when Swerve when he was Killshot from Lucha Underground, like all these guys who came up, and even Matt Riddle, Swerve. it just says give them, give them, just give Triple H a couple months, we'll make them matter, we'll make them matter, right? Like, that's why, like, that's why I trust him. I trust him no matter what. I do because if we really, really think about it, Triple H has made so many stars. That NXT brand. Like, mm. I genuinely wholeheartedly believe AEW wouldn't be as good as they are or recognize the way they were without NXT. I mean, Vince also had to release everybody up under the sun. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 
I was waiting for that but, part. I was... <laughs> yeah, but without NXT, like, imagine if NXT wasn't a thing and these guys are just performance center guys. Yeah, and it's like, like, just imagine, like, you got QT Marshall taking up time instead of Malachi or anything like yeah, that, you know like, what I'm saying? Kip Sabian yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. Like, AEW, even though they're, they're more for the hardcore audience, they still rely on some of that mainstream from WWE. Cause of course. First, John Mock, like, Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole alone, like, those two, I think, yeah. put AEW on, like, another stratosphere. Like, they were cool, but then when, they two, when those two joined, it was like, all right, they're here. AEW's yeah. here to stay. It, so. it still hurts, bro. It's it's it still hurts. It still hurts, bro. It still hurts. When Adam Cole came out, dude, Oh my god, dude, crazy, crazy. Yo, hey, but chill. Just like you're saying, bro. Like, what, once we once we found out who who was getting released, like you know Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, oh, and bro. like all the all these hitters, right? All the, all these guys are just like, yo, what are we gonna do without them? And they go over, and we're like, fuck, dude, we're in trouble. <laughs> Dude, this it's yeah. like, are we jumping ship? That's why you know, like yeah. messaging Aaron, like, yeah. dude, are we gonna jump ship? And then you know, of course, it's we we stay low to the soil, and we can't. Yeah. But then it's like now, now Papa H doing it, man. I'm yeah. I'm excited for Worlds Collide. I'm just gonna say it. I'm excited for sure, for sure. Because I never jumped ship, but I was like, the obviously AEW had its problems, but I was like, man, what is WWE <laughs> doing, man? Yeah, no, exactly. But now exactly. that Triple H is in charge. I'm not worried about nothing. Yeah, I'm like, no. all right, we good. And, we back to where it should be. The beauty of it now is that like we have two coherent shows that like we we can just love as wrestling, like as wrestling fans. Because mm -hmm. you know, it's like it's not even a competition anymore. It's just like, look, I'm gonna do me, you do you. But hey, yo, swear if you want to come back, Alistair, you want to come back? <laughs> you know, Andrade. Like you know, like it, it's just how much you want to bet they're counting, bro. How much you want to bet those guys are looking at their contracts and like, okay, you know, like they're seeing how everything's going, which, but that was one of the things that I always thought, like once, you know, even though Swerve and, and Keith Lee won, dude, I was just like, I bet they're looking at their contracts right now, right now. And like, dude, okay. In a couple of years, you know, just stay healthy, do this. And then yeah, I can go yeah. back. I'm, I'm serious. I feel it. Like it, like they're just, dude, Triple H is Tony Khan's worst nightmare, bro. I'm, I'm just being completely honest, like, especially dude, after Vince retired and Tony Khan's little tweet. Yep. Yeah. Dude. Yo, he lost a lot of people on that one, bro. I'm, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. That honestly, I think that's why I've been turned off to AEW. I'm not going because when he said that, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like longest bro, not was that longest tenure be, CEO? Yeah, I was like, bro, not yeah. everything needs to be a troll, bro. Like, <laughs> shut up. You, you, you think Tony buys into his own hype a little bit? A little too much. But MJF yeah. was right when he said it. He's like, he's a fan. He's a huge fan yep. who's playing with all his little toys. And yep. like, I was just like, bro, that that makes no sense. But um, we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Aaron Trail, appreciate y'all for coming on again. First show in the weekend, and then, and then mind you, we still got Raw on Monday. This is gonna be a turnt yeah. Labor Day weekend. So, hey. I'm, might get some debuts. Legato Del yeah, Fantasma no. might show up. You know, all these things might happen. So I appreciate y'all again. If you guys are watching on YouTube right now, like the video, comment, subscribe. Appreciate y'all for coming through, and we will catch y'all next time. We might catch y'all tomorrow for AEW review. Don't know Maybe. yet, but, but <laughs> if I have time, because that show, that show is going to be long. For sure. That show for is sure. going to be long. So we'll, we're going to get out of here, but we'll catch y'all yeah. next time. Thanks for having Sanji, baby.